Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Confabulation again. Um, today we have Skylar, myself, Bethel, Beverly, and Michelle. And um, just want to tell you all that if you or anybody you know is experiencing domestic violence, uh, please reach out to our sister's house. We're here to help. You can reach us at 253-383-4275 or visit our website at oursistershouse.com. Um, we also just want to let everyone know that we have a few events coming up um, during the next couple of months. And we also want to let everyone know that we have another Mod Pizza fundraiser on November 11th at the Tacoma Mall location. Um, thank you to everyone who went and got lunch at Mod Pizza a couple of weeks ago for our fundraiser. It means a lot and we really appreciate it. Uh, so we're really hoping for another great turnout um, on the 11th of November. So today's topic is going to be about self-care. This month is Domestic Violence Awareness Month and we had um, a month full of events and support and encouragement uh, and solidarity from community members or staff, volunteers. And uh, we're, we're really glad that we were able to have all of our events uh, go so smoothly. And we just kind of want to wrap the month up with some tips on how to take care of yourself. Um, not only if you're in a domestic violence situation or uh, you're a survivor or victim, uh, but just in general, but because sometimes taking care of yourself can be hard when you're a victim or survivor of domestic violence. We just kind of want to offer some tips on how to make uh, self-care a bit easier, especially um, since we have a lot of accessible ways to take care of yourself. Awesome. Thank you, Bethel. Um, I guess I'll start us off with my first tip. It's my favorite and I got it from the movie, um, The Adventures of Timothy Green. Um, in the movie, he's uh, just a little boy that is like half boy, half plant. Um, and so he has to photosynthesize. And I um, took that on as one of my own personal self-care um, items or ways of, of, of doing self-care is I, I take some time to just feel like a flower I go outside and find where the sun hits my face and then I'll spread my arms out all the way and just breathe into it and, and pretend like I'm, I'm photosynthesizing myself and just have a really nice moment full of sunshine and vitamin D and some really good um, time to just breathe. And that will um, recenter myself a lot of the time especially if I'm having a really overwhelming day um, and I just feel like I need to rip my hair out. Instead, I'll try and go towards the sun. So I think something that's um, kind of nice about that is um, it kind of connects to being like spiritual and uh, being to, an, to a sense and it uh, doesn't have to be religious but it's kind of uh, similar to an extent and it's like connectedness to something. Um, so that's one of the things that uh, is on my list is find a way to be spiritual, whether it's you are religious and you connect to like a church, temple, mosque, or you could do something uh, spiritual with like the wilderness or 
um, even if it's um, like meditation and connecting to yourself in that kind of sense um, and like inner peace and things like that. So that was kind of how something I thought we had similar. Yeah, and like, I feel like being able to do anything by yourself, like kind of being comfortable with being by yourself is like really crucial when finding ways to practice self-care. So for example, something that I was doing um, during my gap year, I started going on walks. Um, and I'm not really an outdoorsy person at all. And I also get really bored when I'm by myself. So I try to avoid doing like activities where I'm not gonna have like other people around. But I eventually like kind of forced myself to get out of my comfort zone, started going on walks, just put on like a podcast or some music. And it was really nice to just like be by myself and kind of just like not have any other distractions besides like what I was hearing through my headphones. Um, yeah. Um, you know, when you say that, I think about um, I'm a survivor myself. I'm a survivor myself. And so one of the things that I do is I help others as a survivor. Um, I feel fortunate being given another chance at life. So um, it's rewarding to be able to share my experience and acknowledge um, and um, knowledge and assist others who are going through the same thing and help them navigate through some rough patches. Another thing that helps me get a bit more grounded, especially when I'm going through a bit more of, um, you know, some more mental struggles than regular, you know, rougher day, it helps that um, I've established some routines in my, um, like, morning and nightly routines, and then have um, those, like, written on a list on a post-it note, or sometimes I also write on the bathroom mirror with uh, expo marker or on the uh, refrigerator door. Um, and having those routines set in place can make my mornings go a lot easier because uh, my, my brain feels like it's in 12 different places at once. And I have struggled, um, I struggle with following the steps that I need to take if it's all just in my head and my head is all over the place. So having something to look at and be like, okay, next I need to brush my teeth. Next I need to eat something. Next I need to drink some water. Next I need to take a shower. Then I can have those things set in place in a, a piece of paper telling me to do that instead of me constantly reminding myself and forgetting and reminding myself again in my head. I learned that ties into something that I do too. When you say writing, I make to-do lists, making a daily list of things to do and tick, tickling them off, no matter how small, how big or how insignificant the task. Um, it just uh, it gives a sense of achievement and control. And um, Beverly, I think something you just mentioned is the control part and um, finding your own agency. And that's a big part of like the self-care. So um, giving back, as like a survivor is taking that control back on yourself and choosing to do that and and um making those to-do lists and things is is something that 
I, I totally agree with as a part of taking that back as a piece and um and even like um like making that time in the day for like the walks and having those set routines are like huge parts that for self-care are super important that I think we forget about as how important they are for our mental health. Exactly. I think setting goals, you know, just setting goals ties into that too, working towards goals. Um, um, for me, for self-care, that setting goals and um, making to-do lists, it reduces um, the frustrations sometimes that builds up and um, focusing on what I want to achieve beyond day-to-day um, stuff, you know. It can help one imagine a better future if you just set the goals and write it down and just, um, you know, try to achieve things, just small things day-to-day. And so I want to add one to Bethel's is because I absolutely hate walking by myself, but I love walking with my dog. It makes walking so much more enjoyable, especially with a little waggly tail. So I just wanted to add that as an extra little tidbit. Yeah. And speaking of pets, um, I know for some people, pets aren't as realistic because um, uh, like cats or dogs or bigger animals take a lot of money and time and, and attention, um, but a plant or a fish, something really small doesn't always take as much of um, that attention and money and it's not as much of a commitment, but it's still something that you have to keep up with every day and take care of. And taking care of something else can remind ourselves of the things that we need to do for ourselves to keep us going as well. Um, like. I personally love having um, plants around, especially succulents, because um, they're a little bit harder to kill if um, if they've gone unmanaged for a little while. But um, watering my plants reminds myself that I need to drink a glass of water too. That's one of the biggest things that I forget frequently. Um, and that's another tip that I have is whenever I, um, I realize that I need to, I, I should be practicing some kind of self-care. Oftentimes the first step is gonna be to go and get a glass of water. Um, those are just a couple things that I used. Yeah, going off of what Skylar said, um, in college, I had like a bamboo plant that my mom gave me. Um, and I just took it because I thought the base was cute. <laughs> um, but, you know, I found myself uh, taking care of it. And like whenever I saw that, like it was yellowing, like I would get worried. And it's like, OK, I'm like putting all this energy and like my emotions into this plan. I need to do the same for myself as well. Um, and then like when I uh, got like my own room in college, I got a me and my friend got a fish like a random weekend and um went to the pet store got a fish and like it was just kind of fun to have like a little I don't know just like some like an animal to see at the end of the day and like the beginning of the day and like even though it was just the fish it like 
I felt like because I was responsible for that fish, I had to make sure that I had my stuff together so that I would have time to feed the fish. I would have time to clean the, um, what can I call it? The, the tank. Um, and then now I have my cat and that's like a lot more responsibility. Well, she's not with me right now, but um, I know like in the future when I'm able to move to like my own apartment and have her with me, like it's really helpful to just have a little buddy there. I think um, Bethel and Skylar, what you both said is profound because you know what I looked, I, I look at South here and I kind of just look at um, a brief definition explanation of um, self-care and um, it says it's the mindful taking of time to pay attention to you, learning when you are overwhelmed, stressed, fatigued, anxious, or et cetera. And heard you when you um, said that though, that you took the plant that your mom gave you and you, and, um, you liked it because the base looked good, but it went beyond that base. After a while, you just figured it out that it needs care to thrive and survive. And it is the same with us. We need to take care of ourselves and find those little things that help us to um, thrive and survive. And so like one of one of those like great things that like, like I think a lot of people forget about is um like a sense of smell is something that a lot of people don't realize can be like triggering or um so one of one really good technique i think is like candles and incense and bringing those good memories back rather than like if there's something that's upsetting so i really like putting candles that have good scent smells to me um or if you have like something baking in the oven that's like a good memory um and looking at like pictures or um trying to think of activities in the past that were like really warm feelings um with the scent so when you smell that scent again, it brings those feelings again. Um, so like, like um, I think what like Beverly and Bethel were saying, like when they see the fish and when they see the plants and um, like when they see those things, they feel happiness or they feel good. It's the same thing when you have those scents, it all of a sudden like triggers a really nice thing rather than something traumatic. Yeah, and, and going off of that, um not only are scents really helpful and useful when um, trying to cope with and get past um, those memories that are connected with specific smells, um, just in general, smells can be really soothing. I know lavender is a really, um, a really soothing scent um, and is popular. And especially in Tacoma, there's lavender everywhere. Um, so you could just walk down the street and pick some and then uh, roll it in between your hands and sniff your hands. Um, or uh, I also personally like to go and pick out a really good smelling soap. I like to, you know, find the exact ones that I want for my hands and for my, my body and, and um, smell all the different kinds so that I know exactly what I feel suits me. And then every time I go back home and I wash my hands or I take a shower, it's a little bit more rewarding because I know that I spent the time to really find something that I really enjoy. And then I got to spend um, you know, my money and my things on 
obtaining it and my time and then now I get to use it and it's just the whole process of spending time on something that seems extra um, and unnecessary it doesn't have to be that way um, and if you have access to extra funds to be able to do those kinds of things uh, I would really recommend oh or like a, a bath bomb as well um, oftentimes I've heard baths um, recommended as a soothing technique as well for self-care so bath bombs or a face mask or things like that to go with um, kind of like a spa treatment at home spa treatment that can be a huge de-stressor for people. You all talking about scents um, and how like you can associate those scents with like good things, uh, good memories and good feelings made me think about uh, something that I like to do, which is like make playlists of songs that remind me of like my friends and like my loved ones um, and just like good memories in my life. Um, so like I have a specific playlist of like a bunch of songs that like me and my friends would always like to play together, especially since we've been away from each other because of the pandemic and we all graduated. Um, it's really nice to go back and listen to that playlist. And then I also have like a more personal playlist um, that I like to play whenever I kind of want to like daydream, you know? So like I'll have like a playlist I have a playlist called you're in a movie so it's like a movie about myself and it's really nice to listen to it just because you know I'm gonna have I gotta have some fun with it and um there's just like so much you can do with that kind of stuff like I didn't I saw um a TikTok about somebody saying how like creating playlists like that is a form of art and expression and creativity um and I thought that was really true so so Betzel was saying um, like connecting with friends and family um, and something as like many survivors, um, they may lose connection with some of those uh, friends and family um, and through isolation. And um, I, I know that I, I did. And um, one of those things that I actually had on my list was reconnecting with old friends and lost friends and family um, as a tip and if they are those worth keeping friends and family they'll they'll reconnect with you and you can tell them what you want to tell them and sometimes you don't have to say anything and you can just say we lost touch I want to get connected with you again and you can try to find them again and um, th so that was on my list so I kind of like that Bethel had it and it's kind of like a combination thing um, because those kind of connections are some of them are ones you didn't want to lose and finding them again are really, really special. Um, so I just wanted to add that. Yeah, I, I like that, and, um, that tip. And then on top of like going into um, the aspect of community a little bit more, um, I know that for many people, it can be really hard trying to make friends or trying to find your community. Um, so I would spend some time like researching if there are support group services in the area, like how our sister's house has Sisters Seeking Change and our other support groups. And then um, also are there clubs? What do you like to do? Do you like to draw? Do you paint? Do you dance? Are those are, are there 
those kinds of clubs in the area. A good place to find clubs or groups is Facebook. There's lots of Facebook groups um, and uh, some of them will host community events. Um, their community pages tend to always have a Facebook page and that's a good place of a platform to be able to find what's going on in your area more and be able to find some like like-minded people to get connected with and build some new and strong relationships with. Even though it's not about friends and family, but the support group thing, going to therapy, um, like group therapies and individual therapies and support groups can be really beneficial if you are ready, um, when you're ready. Um, there, there's no shame. It actually kind of shows the strength in those individuals who are going um, because you're working on you and your needs and your and the things that you want to grow in. Um, so that that's a real self-care thing. Um, so kind of adds on to Skylar's. Yeah, and to add on to um, what Skylar was saying and adding on with you, Michelle, creating self-affirmations, you know, just creating, um, a list of affirmations can be powerful. And um, I, I know for me coming out of a lot of the things that's um, been useful and helpful um, for me, just, just writing, writing it down and just um, referring back to it. There's also the concept of um, the self-affirmations is a great one. Um, positive quotes, journaling your thoughts, your stream of consciousness, and um, even creative writing. Um, any kind of getting an outlet um, are great things. Um, I know Scott said earlier, the creative outlet, but um, keeping things bottled in isn't, it's, it's great to keep, get it out there. And um, everybody has their brain thinking. So getting those words out, um, even if you do an audio recording or so you have those words out, um, if your mouth goes faster or your brain goes faster than your hands, um, wrap it, anything is kind of nice. Yeah, and I just want to add on top of that, um, the slightly simpler version of that of not bottling up is reminding yourself that it's okay to cry too that you're allowed to have feelings and you're allowed to express those feelings in a in a manner that's not going to hurt yourself or others preferably um but like crying is a is is the body's natural outlet of releasing everything that's pent up we cry when we're happy we cry when we're sad we we cry whenever there's um, a feeling of extreme emotion, lots going on inside, and it just has to get out sometimes. Um, another way I like to get out everything that's bottled up is through um, exercising. And I don't particularly like to um, follow the traditional paths of exercise and go to a gym or something. Um, I do occasionally like runs, um, but something at home that I do often is just have the music blasting and have a dance party with myself or with my best friend and just go wild. Let it all out. Let let it um, 
be like like there's no one there watching and just get out all of the energy so when you're done you're, you flop over on the couch breathless and and everything has been expelled oh oh another one that i like to do is go camping also if that's possible um preferably with my best friend also and whenever out in nature getting to go into um, a really open space where there's not a lot of people around and just screaming out into the nature yelling out anything just getting it all out so Skylar made a really great point about it's okay to have your feelings and um the one thing I like to have is a, make sure you have a safe space for you. Um, every place should be safe. But especially when you're having those feelings, um, making, um, ha having that, like, maybe having a designated space that you created just for those feeling days or it's just for those feeling moments. So it is extra safe or extra warm or whatever you need for that, that is catered for extra safety or whatever it is. Um, so maybe it's a little nook or maybe it's that it has a locked door. So even if you're in a house alone, it's like the bathroom because it has a locked door. So there's two extra locks or whatever it is. So you feel extra secure. Um, it's just kind of like one of those things that you feel that extra like I mean I know my safe space is literally like under a blanket so I feel like I'm in a cave um which is really silly and I know but it's kind of like what I do for my safe space and I think it's just nice to have that everything y'all said just reminded me of like how um documenting experiences like that sometimes can be really cool um whether that be through like a small video blog or like an actual like blog with like text or like a podcast or a painting or just like any way you want to express like that moment. Um, I really am a fan of documenting the like those happy moments or those um I guess, selfish moments where you just like do what's best for you and like whatever makes you feel like good. Um, documenting those moments and even like looking back and seeing like how far you've made it or um, if you're just, you know, not really feeling great and you kind of want to reflect on stuff that makes you feel good. Um, I like to sometimes journal or take pictures and videos of like things that I'm doing like in the moment I'll just like randomly pull out my phone and I like to go back and like view those memories and like I don't know like weeks later um and it's just like fun to see it's fun to see myself enjoying myself if that makes sense <laughs> yeah I think that's a really great point Bethel the um I like how you said that. It's fun to see myself enjoying myself. Um, and I think documenting can be really uh, helpful for that. Um, another way, like some, a way that I um, enjoy myself sometimes, but sometimes I like to just, I'm not super into makeup very much, 
Um, but just being able to have some creative time and doing like costuming type makeup stuff um, is fun and then documenting that as well. Um, so I can look back and see all of the different creative looks that I've come up with. Um, that's just another idea. So lastly, I want to say, take deep breaths. That works for me. And I think that's it. Does anyone else have anything else they want to add before we close or we feel good? All right. Well, um, thank you, everybody, for your time and for sharing your thoughts and your tips and your advice. Um, just want to remind everybody again, if you or anybody you know is experiencing domestic violence, our sister's house is here for you. Um, you can call us at 253-383-4275, or you can visit our website at oursistershouse.com. Um, and then also don't forget that we're going to have a few events coming up in the next couple of months. And we have another Mod Pizza fundraiser on November 11th at the Tacoma Mall location. Thank you, everybody. And that's it for confabulation.